journey of infinite beings with infinite karmas and infinite sufferings. We must walk the path well and hopefully crack some good jokes along the way. Welcome to the 12-Step Buddhist podcast, episode number 21, broadcasting from San Diego, California. On the iPhone, back on the iPhone now because the iPad doesn't allow me to use the vocal processing software for some reason, so I want to have the good quality sound. So a lot of things happening and shifting. Let's talk a little bit about it. I want to share with you about my recovery and how I apply some of the tools that I um, have come across in, in my journeys. As many people may know, a friend of mine, uh, a beautiful young woman who was uh, somebody that came to my 12-step Buddhist group in, um, I think, 2010 or so, had uh, some difficulty staying sober, real difficulty, and uh, I kind of distanced myself from her, as I often do with people who aren't ready. Um, aren't committed and, and really aren't capable of, of making that uh, that leap into sobriety. And hadn't spoken with her in a while, but um, I got a message from the news that um, she had been murdered and wound up in a really bad, with some really bad people. And uh, they killed her. She was drunk and screaming at them evidently and they evidently thought that it would be fun to uh, shoot somebody because they're insane. So this um, pain, this was October 8th, I believe, and um, this pain uh, that I've been feeling around her death has taught me uh, to go deeper into the core and into this, you know, what Eckhart Tolle calls this, he calls it the pain body. Oh yeah, FYI, uh, in the jet path here, so we'll just learn to live with it. Like everything else in Samsara, it comes and it goes. So there's a pool, you know, there's a pool of suffering and it's a pool, it's, a, it's interdependence, um, it's a connection to all of the sufferings of all beings who have ever lived or living and ever will live when we tap into the bodhisattva path, when we tap into the path of uh, seeking liberation uh, for all beings, not liberation for ourselves alone, liberation for the sake of all beings who suffer and have suffered and will be suffering. And, um, you know, it's noble. It's called, you know, it's, uh, you know, Buddha talked about that for noble truths and so on. So. It's noble because, you know, it takes a lot of guts to um, feel the feelings, right? And those of us in recovery know that feeling feelings is, well, uh, problematic, to say the least. And, you know, how do we feel the feelings without them being um, overwhelming and making us want to go back to our addictions? So one thing that happens is uh, practicing meditation practicing allowing ourselves to be present in the moment in the space in this experience as it is i was in a uh, yoga class last night at core power yoga where i practice regularly and uh, the teacher says 
What time is it? And the whole room shouts, Now! Where are you? Here! And, you know, how many times in Zen training, you know, do we get told that's the practice? And that's the practice, being here now. You know, it's easier said than done. And, and besides that, what does it really mean? I mean, can we really be here now? I mean, I think if we're really here, really now, then we're really beyond this uh, individual uh, expression. I was reading in a uh, Tantra yoga book, uh, researching for my new book, The 12-Step Yogi, about how if we can really get non-dual, if we can really get in the space of um, of the nature of mind, right, or our divine nature, or um, you know, real wisdom, then we're beyond the individual experience. We're still in it relative. The relative, you know, Buddha talked about the the, the two the, the the two truths, you know, the, the absolute truth and the relative truth, and. You know, I talked in a previous podcast about spiritual bypassing, which actually was the most downloaded episode um, so far, and uh, apparently a topic that you're interested in, so I'll, I'll continue talking more about it. I'd like to know what you're interested in. And uh, remind me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up my um, Google Voice number. You can call and get... Um, you can give feedback or ask questions I have to I have to find the um, actual phone number which I will give you momentarily but um, okay here it is it's a 619-796-6748 619-796-6748 and that will be uh, automatically transcribed and sent to me as a text and I can reply to you or talk about your uh, topic, your question on the podcast or in a blog or somewhere eventually. Um, so, you know, what I'm saying is this, this idea of the absolute truth is um, attractive. It's attractive to us on a level that is mental and emotional um, you know maybe because it symbolizes this some sort of freedom from suffering you know the absolute truth is we're all one for example and you know there's bumper sticker wisdom uh, and there's real knowing and there's real uh, experiencing a real experience so um, knowing that we're all one if you think about it if you think about what's really happening, on, um, just say on the planet in this moment, how, mu how many sufferings, how many beings, how, how many beings exist right within a, a hundred feet of you that you can't even see? How many beings were killed as the result of what you put in your mouth to eat uh, on your last meal? If it, if it was a, a vegetable or, or, or meat is irrelevant, there are many, many beings involved and uh, things we can see and things we can't. So we have a tendency to think we're righteous, um, and to think we're uh, connected and, and we put ourselves in this fantasy space of well we're all one you know and you know we are all one uh, and we are all one in our real nature and we are all one in our relative uh, dimension of samsara the cycle of infinite suffering we're all one 
we're all connected there's a, a deep pool it's infinitely deep and when you stick your uh, Buddha toe in the Buddha pool with your meditation you know and your prayer and your surrender if you if you say even just 12-step thinking just open your heart abandon yourself completely to God as you understand God you know be here now in this moment and my higher power is what is and what is is regardless of what I think regardless of what label I put on it so we'll use the jets as the Thich Nhat Hanh bell like Thich Nhat Hanh does on his retreats every once in a while I don't know if it's once an hour how often they do it but the bell rings and it just reminds us to come back to the moment come back to our feet Come back to where we stand, where we sit, where we breathe, where we move, where we sleep, where we eat, being in this space, in this present moment. This is where we all are in this present dimension. And we are distracted from it, distracted by everything in the relative dimension. And the purpose of our practice, the purpose of our spiritual path is to be in the absolute dimension. But that doesn't mean that we skip the relative dimension. Does this make sense? It doesn't mean that we tune out or that we uh, bypass or that we sidestep or that we don't feel. We've got to feel. If you want to heal the pain, you've got to feel the pain. So when my friend was killed, you know, I didn't know how deeply I really loved her and I really did love her as a person and as a beautiful woman, but as a, as a, as a, as a lovely person who suffered, you know, deeply. I just wanted to I wanted to help her and I couldn't so I had to step away but um, man the pain was really deep and the pain taps in let me share with you how deep it is I'm open and I'm willing and I breathe and I feel and I experience and I talk about it and I don't I try not to shut it down you know but I will share with you that um, it came out it comes out of my dreams it comes out in these in the unconscious it comes up from the unconscious pool the unconscious well of infinite suffering of infinite beings and infinite karmas and infinite samsara it comes up it comes out it comes through it reveals itself it unfolds like a dirty lotus blossom unfolding the pain unfolding the suffering i'm not trying to be morbid i'm not trying to wallow in it i'm sharing with you that that is how it is how it is is that infinite beings suffer infinite infinite sufferings this is this is the truth this is the this is the first noble truth this is the first noble truth life is suffering infinite beings suffering infinite infinite okay without end right the jet is our meditation bell right bringing us back to the body so you know th this relative truth of suffering is also true in the space of absolute truth in the space of infinite emptiness of immense emptiness of space without beginning without end space without conception infinite like the blue sky guru pamasambhava said look at that sky is your mind like this one big reason why I moved to San Diego is because I need to practice that sky gazing and that practice and I do it every day I can do it I can do it every day because it's sunny here so that's super awesome um, but uh, 
you know, getting in this space, getting in this real knowledge of how it is really, how it really is, you know, uh, in this oneness, in this interdependence, you know, is that we um, are suffering and we have options about that and there are many methods and paths. Some people are ignorant of the, uh, of the, of the plethora of methodologies available and when you when you listen to uh, quote unquote Buddhists who you know share from their particular perspective, a, a lot of times they have no idea that there's more than one explanation, that there's more than one path, that there's more than one method, right? So when we say, for example, against the stream, I was at a thing uh, at the Buddha for You um, store here um, in in San Diego. The guy there kind of runs it in the, the Dharma Bums uh, temple where I've done some, some speaking and so forth and they've got a Buddhist recovery thing and, and so on but you know he was saying you know like um, you know Buddha said this Buddha said that you know and, and this is our job and you know, this is what we should do this is how we should approach it and and being against the stream is one of the ideas and to be against the stream you know if you listen to Dharma punks people and this kind of thing you know, we should be aware that going against the stream is the path of renunciation. It's the sutra path. It's the first turning of the wheel of Dharma. It's not the only turning of the wheel of Dharma. It is an excellent, awesome, powerful, profound, necessary application of understanding the first noble truth. We are suffering. We try to distract ourselves. What can we do about it? Well, we can stop causing bad karma by stop reacting to the suffering by poking other people in the eye, right? And uh, thinking of ways to get more and uh, give less, right? So, I mean, here's an awesome thing. I was at a meeting last night because I've been going to tons of meetings, you know, being new in town and so forth. And uh, Ocean Beach Clubhouse here in San Diego, really, really, it's a sweet spot for me. I dig it. And um, the guy was saying, you know, talking about Thanksgiving and so forth, you know, like, hey, everybody's worried about, you know, blah, 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 and their triggers and their unhappiness and their families and their blah, blah, blah. And he's talking about, I just went and bought a bunch of bananas and went out to the beach and gave them to homeless people. I bought, what do you say, bought, um, I think he went to the dollar store or something and bought a bunch of like personal like soap and toothbrush, toothpaste, little towel, hand towels and things and just wrapped them in a little ribbon and went from person to person. And honestly, I mean, how fucking amazing is that? How fucking amazing is that? I mean, I didn't think of that. I mean, I'm a Buddhist. Like, I'm on the Bodhisattva path. Like, I didn't think of that. You know, that's a cool man. You know, that's one way to go, you know. One way to go is to practice giving more, to practice generosity. I talked about this in, in the book uh, Perfect Practice. Uh, available digitally on Amazon. I think it's a dollar ninety nine. Practicing ways of understanding the voices in our heads around uh, practicing, you know, selfishness and self-centeredness. This we think is the root of our troubles, and the opposite of that, which is generosity. And what are the levels? And what, how deep can we really apply generosity? So, you know, one way is to. Uh, I mean, one way to cope with suffering is to practice these principles, practice the, the paramitas or the perfections, you know, patience, generosity, mindfulness, meditation, and so forth. I, I laid all those out in that book, but, you know, there many, many people have. But, you know, one way is to kind of refute and to uh, negate and to block, right, and shut out, shut down, um, the uh, impulses, the emotions, the experiences which lead to suffering. 
right? Because obviously, if I'm angry and that anger is you know toxic and negative, and uh, I react to it, and I'm going to cause uh, someone else some suffering. whether I mean to or not, right? Whether I mean to or not. So, you know, renouncing the anger, you know, shut it down, stop it in its tracks, don't act out on it, practice mindfulness, be present. I mean, but ultimately what's happening is that I see the emptiness of the experience. I see it arise, pass through the moment, and fade away from emptiness, from infinite emptiness, into the space of infinite emptiness, which I don't believe, which I reject, which I refuse to work with the information. I refuse to believe that it's empty, that I'm empty, because I'm in the infinite relative condition, right? Relative condition of infinite suffering, and infinite distractions, and infinite labels, and infinite path, infinite, infinite, infinite ways of paths of destruction, right? Paths of suffering billions of trillions of endless distractions as there are as many ways as that I can keep from the truth keep from the real truth keep from the nobility of the first noble truth that yes life is suffering and suffering arises from a cause right so look at the causes look at the conditions one way to do it is to stop the behavior and that's an awesome way to do it sit down shut up listen you know restraint of tongue and pen as we say in 12 step and so on and so forth um, other ways are ultimately though even if we're practicing um, the sort of presence I mean these 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 sort of streams of Buddhism have sort of merged you know what I mean and morphed right in different like they're sort of combined but people don't even really know they're combining people don't really know they're, they're what they're combining and what they're saying a lot of the times so um, what I'm saying here is that we have the essence of the first noble truth. We have the essence of the first training of the wheel of Dharma, which is the first noble truth, the eightfold path, and so forth. Talked about that in detail in the Power of Vow, available in print. It's a workbook, uh, available in audio and uh, Kindle. But you know, this is one way. This is one uh, sort of you know path path of renunciation and it's necessary I should do this in the moment but however there is another the whole system of Tantra the whole system of working with the energy it's called the path of transformation so how do we transform how do we transform our experience you know it's not really totally separate and totally different from sitting still and being present and allowing ourselves to experience what arises and notice that it comes from we don't know where we can't find it infinite emptiness because it's not a place and there's no frame of reference and our frame of reference is really a it's really an illusion it's really a temporary it's really a moment it's relative and relative exists in the absolute you know let that come and go and then without reacting to it you know and this is different than shutting it down and blocking it in a sense we come up we become open and we stay open and as we stay open and this is really kind of mahayana this is really the greater path this is really the zen non-duality and you know other systems what, what we're really trying what we're really trying to do or really doing or, or not doing or what we're really being is we're being present and in, in the infinite now, in the space 
where we're all one and we're all suffering and we're all also one and we're all bliss and we're all divine all in the same moment we're not saying we're divine to block the truth of suffering that is bullshit that is spiritual bypassing that is a label and everybody does it every single practitioner on the path does it to one extent or the other but what happens over time what happens with uh, wisdom and experience what uh little of it you know we get when we get it i'm typing my password here is that we become aware of this and we're we allow ourselves to feel it and we, we allow ourselves to not hold on to it and to not make it worse and we allow ourselves to boom right in that moment boom instantly allow the ultimate bodhicitta the um the um boundless absolute infinite compassion about that boom allow that to shape you I mean, read khalil gibran on, on love i mean allow it to allow it to prune you man do you know what i mean so in a sense this is tantra this in a sense this is allowing the transformation and then and then it's all passive and it's active too so so when we practice yoga physical hatha yoga or pranayama directed breathing practice for example we're learning to direct our, our energy, our vital life force, our prana, you know, with our breath. We're learning to create experiences with our body. And this takes our practice into a deeper place, not just sitting still and being passive, but working with the breath and the ethics and the behaviors and the movement, you know, and the chakras, the energy system, the mantra, you know, the mudra, you know, the... You know, working with all of this and ultimately being present being still being in the space of now uh, you know i'm not a big lama Sridas fan but he has had a, he has a way with words and he said uh you know the holy now it's the holy now but we're never holy in it i love that i've always loved that so you know to be holy in it to be really one means to be able to be open to the infinite suffering of infinite beings with infinite karmas right and to be a, a channel of thy peace you know to uh, where there is hatred let me bring love you know where there is doubt may I, may I bring faith you know and uh, where there is wrongdoing you know may I bring the spirit of forgiveness because once we tap into our own suffering we tap into the deep pool we tap into the pool or the ocean the infinite ocean of suffering that exists the first noble truth man that's all i'm talking about is the first noble truth so i mean i talk about this my way other people i don't know so i listen to my teachers and i do my practice and i try to have my experiences like when friends die and i wake up with the pain man i wake up with the unconscious becoming conscious do i resist it breathe into it you know look at the infinite blue sky say is my mind like that practice my uh, tibetan yantra yoga my, my my breathing practice some purifications some mantras you know some being present all these different tools go to some meetings go to the gym do a crossfit with some like ex-military dude <laughs> just get just run around the balboa park trails and you know just you know, work be present work be present work be present you know one more day right so 
with that, I'm going to let you go. I feel like uh, 24 minutes is enough. I hope you enjoyed the uh, podcast with uh, Dr. Jamie Marich on uh, trauma. I'm dealing with it. That's what we're talking about. PTSD, we're talking about healing. These are all methods, but uh, limited in time on the podcast. I'm limiting it on purpose. There will be more books and more things available which talk about things and give guidelines in detail. We do have the fifth annual 2014 winter retreat at Brighton Bush Hot Springs in Central Oregon. You can register for that now um, on the 12stepbuddhist.com. And I've got an awesome uh, 12-step yogi slash Y12SR uh, group going on here Saturday nights in San Diego. Hit me up. Holler at me. Uh, use the uh, Google Voice to send me a text. Oh, the, the number slipped away from my screen at this point, but uh, I gave it earlier. And be in this moment together as one, but as one as it really is, not as we fantasize it to be. Peace.